Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode uh, 700 of Sith Hollow News. I have uh, Jason Urban Jedi on the call. Uh, hopefully, Randy will be joining us also. Um, I think tonight we're uh, going to, I don't know, just uh, talk about some of the, or get caught up on like the escalation tournament, which we've kind of skipped for like a, a week or two. Um, <laughs> and, um, and then, uh, I'm, and then Randy and I know we've been talking last time. Interested to uh, get your take on the New Zealand Championship because you missed the that episode for the for the New Zealand champs. Um, yes, yes, and, I did. <laughs> so, um, you know, which was like a very different meta from like the from like the games that we played. Um, over here in the states, like in the in the regionals or in the, um, um, you know, in the in the Gen Con or in or even in Vassal Con, really. Um, and uh, we, well, in some ways, there were some things about it that were more similar to, I think the like the start of the regional season. So. At least, especially with like the strafers showing up and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it's anyway, it was just it was a really kind of an interesting uh, um, group of squads, I guess you'd say, kind of. Um, so, so, yeah, we, we can we talk can about talk that. About uh, yeah, in a little bit. Yeah, um, but let's let's jump right in on the escalation tournament. Uh, looks like they are now to the, the 350 point round and they've already played one of the two games and the time for the second game. We'll talk about the squads for a second at 350. Uh, there is no try. Added a bunch more Sith Lords, so now he's running Bane, Sathari, Cognus, Xana, um, Tulak, the Imperial Agent, the Sith Eternal Emperor, the Nexus, Bongrella. So a lot of beef and a lot of just power coming at you. Um, you know, it's 350 points. Of course, that's what we're going to expect. Um, Spry has added... Uh, Sloby, it looks like, to his Syndralig um, Sarah squad with a bunch of other Jedi. Master Solm, Quinlan, General Skywalker for Momentum, uh, Aayla Sakura, your standard uh, R2, Moss. Looks like he's got Wicket in there as well for lower the defense. Darth O. Has added a couple of Rastars to his uh, Kanan Ahsoka Ezra um, squad. Uh, Mando, it looks like he's added a Night Sister on Rancor. Um, 
to finish up his uh, Night Sister squad with Maul, Savage, Sillery, Tarrant Malikos, Saz, Mother Talzine, Old Daka, and Talia. Um, Overlay has added the 100 point Emperor to his uh, Inquisitor squad, which looks pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, Darth Mame has added uh, Rasta Lassu, the Revan, Prodigal Knight, Ven, Zalos, Satil, Baskla, Zesh, uh, General Vaklu, um, T3 and Wicket. And Nerd Slayer has added the 100 point Dooku um, to Annie Obi, Mace, Legacy of the Light Side, and Psycho Diaz. Um, and then it looks like in the first game of the 350, uh, Darth Mame, uh, B Darth O, um, round one was just kind of some positioning. A lot of stuff happened and died, and then a lot of more stuff happened and died. And then some more stuff happened and died because the <laughs> map was tough for Dartho and his rafters because of the narrow passageways. Um, overlay defeated Spry. That was like a pretty interesting game with some Sidious Lightning. Um, Finishing off a couple different characters at various times. Uh, so it's like a pretty back and forth game. Uh, there is no try, just got past the bye. Um, and then it looks like Mando conceded to Nerd Slayer because he left his laptop at work. And uh, <laughs> couldn't get the game in. And a couple of people said, hey, let's give him an extension. But Mando came back and said, hey, you know, got a bunch of stuff going on. I'm already kind of in the bottom of the tournament. Um, let's, uh, you know, let's just go ahead and move the progressive tournament, which I think is probably the right, right play at that point. So going into the final round, Looks like we got five players possibly in contention for four spots. Um, overlay, Darth Main leading the way with 15. There is no try at 14. Spry at 13. And Nerd Slayer at 10. Overlay gets the buy. So it looks like Overlay is going to be Probably, I don't know who's got the tiebreaker between Overlay and Darth Mame, but Overlay is going to go to 18 points for sure. Mm. And then Nerd Slayer is playing Spry. Um, it looks like if Nerd Slayer can get a 3 0, he will take that fourth spot. And if he doesn't, then it'll be Spry. So kind of one of those things where you get to control your own destiny a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Mando is playing Darth Mame. Darth O is playing There Is No Try. Those are just going to be positioning for the top four. Um, and I think this is from earlier today that said, was saying uh, Darth Mame and Mando are going to play today. And then the other four are playing this evening. I'm, I'm not on Bastle right now, so I don't know if anybody's currently playing or played. Mm. And then I don't, I'd have to go back and look. Do we know the top four, what the point format is? Um, is that going to be a 350 yeah. or? Yeah, I thought that's what I thought was happening. Yeah, it's a continuation. It's just the their their okay. um, their squad. That's what I thought it was, but I mean, I guess I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. um, Doesn't look like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that's what they're going to do. Doesn't say anything in the in the threads. So. Mm -hmm. um, if they keep playing at 350, um, it'll be interesting. I, I kind of like overlays inquisitors with the, the Darth Sidious mastermind hundred point emperor I don't see any big shooters that are going to really negate the the evade and parry on the hundred point emperor plus you've got all these inquisitors invader Tarkin that's that's my uh that's where I'm going to put my uh person to win the, the whole tournament. Hmm. We'll see uh, what, how that happens and, and how it works. You're rooting for, you think, did you say Darth O? No, no, I said um, Overlay with his 100-point uh, Emperor with all the uh, Inquisitors. Nice, yeah. Um. Trevor's Trevor's out, isn't he? Or no, Trevor will make the top four with his uh, fifth uh, monsters. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Sith monsters. But uh, and then we really, got who who are the other the other ones that are gonna be in it? Let's see. Darth Mame is gonna be make the top. four. Four with his old republic with Rascal Sue, Revan the Prodigal Son, Venzalo, Satil, Bastila, Zesh. Uh, uh -huh. And then we're not sure between Spry and Nerd Slayer. They're actually playing this round. Who's going to make it? Gotcha. Um. Mame, Darth Mame has kind of really kicked it in high gear here, um, and uh, he's he's won a lot of games. Is, I think he was on top, wasn't he? Uh, 
Like, uh, yeah, he's he's tied for the top spot. I don't know if he wins, if he'll take the top spot, or if uh, if Overlay will take the top spot. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think Darth Mame has a really good shot at it. Um, So, uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too surprised to to find out that he's that he's won. So, I'm sure we'll have hopefully uh, once they get the the top four set up, maybe we can um, commentate on some of their top four or even the finals, depending on when they uh, when they happen to play. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Well, I have so, to yeah, test out like, my uh, test out what? Oh, get uh, my uh, my uh, streaming thing and make sure it's all working properly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it looks like it's going to be an exciting uh, wrap up to at least the uh, round robin portion, and then into the top four. Um, so good luck to all those players as they kind of prepare for their final round or final warm up round. Mm-hmm. And then you said you wanted to talk about the New Zealand championship. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, we know Joe won. uh, And Joe won with uh, his Rackle Warriors uh, right, he said, and, and, I, and and that was not an very easy win. Yeah. yeah, kind of a very different build. Um, looks like he was using Broadon Skiff as the gunboat to kind of uh, transport him around and protect him. Uh, he had the Spec Force tech to give him twin. Riken gives him evade. Uh, got some other neat tricks plus Lobot. Uh, it's a uh, pretty interesting squad, and we'll, we'll run over some. Of, we'll run through the rest of the squads really quick. Uh, Kezo yeah. was running Rebels with Saw, Lux, Weeteef, uh, the Shade. Some Gregorians, some Partisans, Boston Noble, Troy was running Inquisitors with Vader, third sister, fifth brother, the Inquisitor, and the second sister. Uh, I think it's is it Jai uh, was running Goak yeah. Rex and uh, Seven Scorch Boss and Fixer. Uh, Thomas was running the Hundred Point Luke. 
with Callista, which runs into problems against uh, anything with like disruptive or distraction. Sam was running Old Republic with Ven, Vander, Kavar, Nostral. Uh, Ian was running some Mandalorians with Montrose, Dao, Shay, the Resurrector. Um, two players were running uh, Separatists with Durjan Speeder with and Sam Hill Chairman and Grievous of Hero Vapori. Anthony was running Vong with uh, looks like pretty standard Shido Shai, Kalis, Savang, uh, Harar, the Eighth Cortex Shaper, Nem Yem. John was running uh, Obi Unleashed, Coda, Luke Unleashed, Riken, uh, Boss and Commando. Jason was running Goak, Anakin Jedi, the Training Sergeant, uh, Scorch, Sav, Fixer. Winter was running Atris, Thrawn, Porachani's Jabba, and Moss. Uh, and Mike was running uh, Savage, Asaz, Mama T, the Mother, Old Daka, Marin, and Talia. Um, so some some Night Sister love. Mm-hmm. Which looks like a pretty interesting squad. Uh, and let's see what they talk about. No, I said no one. No one uh, brought two lock cord. <laughs> no, no one. No one ended up bringing two lock cord. It was basically the uh, the Raggles on Skiff uh, uh, were going up against um, uh, Hayden with uh, Dirge on Speeder and the uh, one of the the Grievous and uh, Tyrannus in a holocron. Yeah. And there was kind of a another version of that, except that one was running um, uh, worm in like in a, like eight moons. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I think. Um... You know, we kind of always get to this, I mean, we, we call it rock, paper, scissors for a reason. Yeah. Uh, you know, Gen Con, we saw a lot of heavy or, well, I guess at Vassalcon more specifically, we saw a lot of heavy rock with multiple two-lot chord squads, even at Gen Con itself. We, again, saw a bunch of rock 
with uh, multiple two-log chord squads. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, in order to, to counter that type of stuff, mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, dirge on speeders pretty good because um, you can, you know, any sort of strafer, galloper, um, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, although strafers are a little bit better because uh, they don't take AOOs usually. But you can, you know, deal with some of the, I don't want to say activations, but uh, if you can get to some of their other pieces, you can can control the tempo of the game. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we saw Tim and, and I think a couple other players tried, but weren't quite as successful to bring out a more paper type squad where they're running a little bit of a swarm or like a higher activation squad with, with some glass cannons. Mm -hmm. um, and those are really going to fall hard to a, to any sort of strafe gallop uh, type strategy. Um, you know, a Rackle uh, Warrior has 50 hit points, I believe. Pretty easy. You know, if you can get it kind of out in the open or get a line of sight on it with your accurate shooter, you know, you can, you can kill it pretty easy. Mm -hmm. Obviously, and I think Joe. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I think Joe. Um, let's see. Did he lose a match? Um. Uh, yes. Hey, yeah, Hayden. Um, Hayden beat Joe 3-0, uh, 296 in round two. Uh, But I think the difference was the map. Um, I think that's kind of what Joe indicated was um, that they may have played on. Um, trying to see, if it says what map they played on. I don't see. I don't think it says what map they played on. Um, um, but it. Uh, not on round two um, in the finals. Um, it says modular base. So I don't think they played on modular base um, in round two. Okay. And, and you know, the modular base is probably a little more fa favorable to maybe for Joe's squad. Um, oh, for sure. For sure. Modular base is a, a great uh, a great for map a for anything that wants to kind of get around and not have to like fight through a bunch of terrain or doors or stuff like that. I mean, you just load everybody, and you know, great strategy by Joe to put everybody on the uh, the gunboat. Uh, drive it around and uh, 
do a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah. The Rack Warriors, you know, they can do so much damage, and obviously with overwhelming power, it's, you know, not preventable. Uh, but I'm curious to see, you know, they don't have accurate shot. They don't have any other, like, really, you know, and you have to bring... If you want them to have twin attack, you have to bring, you know, a way for that to happen. So I'm curious to see kind of going forward how how people are going to, you know, plan for that uh, or deal with that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. And and they may not get, I mean, they may not see much play after this. I don't know. I mean, and it might be just something that gets pulled out like in a, in a championship type match or something, maybe. Um, um, yeah, I, I think it's one of those things that, you know, the meta has to be, be right for them because you know they do only have 50 hit points um mm-hmm. and in you know in both Joe's squad and in Tim's squad it was pretty much the the only attackers <laughs> yeah um so if you could find a way to to def- to kill them or defeat them or you know make it so they're not relevant then you know, you're you're pretty much home free. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, fifty hit points is is it nothing? You know, there's lots of stuff that does forty or thirty or twenty. Um, you know, we got whistling birds does thirty. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. But you know, there's also plenty of stuff that you can do. You know, more damage with. You know, if you can, uh, you know, swap in a Kai buck and run, you know, a bunch of squares and, you know, kill one, you know, because that's the thing. If they only have two attackers, you know, and you're playing, let's say you're playing Kai buck, you, you could, you could literally trade Kai buck for one of them and that's a good trade. Because then later you can hopefully hunt down the other one and and finish it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, it's definitely you know those those types of squad like the the rack will, like overwhelming power types of squads are going to be very good against a, a rock type squad that wants to just kind of engage in the middle of the map, do, do some melee combat, um, just kind of slowly uh, run over your opponent. Um, and, you know, doesn't have a ton of extra movement breakers, 
because it doesn't think it needs them. It uses, you know, a nexus or something else to get to the middle of the board. It's controlling Gambit. It's controlling, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, these Rackle Warriors just with the overwhelming power kind of sit back and, and shoot. And, you know, even if they miss a whole bunch, you know, every time they hit, you're you're taking damage. Yeah. So, you know, now and we see New Zealand, you know, tons of movement, um, a couple of dirge on speeders, multiple uh, Republic squads with R2, so you can kind of tow and then move. And so I'm not sure what New Zealand was expecting. Uh, <laughs> I, I certainly wasn't. I certainly wasn't expecting no to Accord. Um, but if we look at most of these squads, you know, they have a way to deal with Tulak. Mm-hmm. Um, so, whether it's direct damage or you know, just playing pure speed. Obviously, some of the older public stuff is uh, going to be using like stifling attack. Uh, and stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, some very interesting squads. Um, you know, New Zealand's always had a different meta than than the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, then Basilcon, then GenCon, etc. Uh, but yeah, it's very uh, a very interesting uh, meta. Yeah, it's it's. It's a little more techy in some respects. Um, um, like you said, it's kind of more like movement breaking and kind of scissors focused. Um, the I think the saw one is really interesting. Um, I guess Kez has been has has been really working on on a partisan squad. He's been playing, um, and uh, Man, I find that one to be a pretty interesting squad. Um, and let's see, how did he end up doing? Um, uh, uh, it looks like, um, yeah, Kaza got fourth place. He was, uh, he had eight points, so he was in the yeah. top four, and um, and and he ended up um, in the playing in in the semifinals against. Uh, uh Hayden so um and then and he didn't fare so well against uh Dirge and Fr- Dirge and Friends um and of course then Graham uh uh was running also running a Dirge and Speeder so basically there was like uh two Dirge and Speeders um in the top 4 <laughs> And and I find that fascinating in some way, but in some ways not surprising, 
because um, I remember it was the the New Zealanders who kind of uh, really kind of made the dirge on speeder thing into kind of a really competitive build. They were all kind of complaining about how powerful it was before any of us were really, really, I mean, yeah. I think a few people would have been playing it, but, um, and I know, uh, ATN was, uh, uh, was communicating a lot with, uh, some of the New Zealand players, um, when he was kind of, practicing and and working on dirge on speeder when he like started to play that kind of uh a little more often here and uh and he i think he did win a regional or something with them um but i i think as we got closer to like the champs and stuff he he realized that the dirge on speeder wasn't good just wasn't quite gonna cut it so he he decided to go with a dollar but <laughs> um right but yeah it's, a, it's still a really good squad i mean it's it's interesting i've i kind of felt like no one would have the guts to play it but um apparently i was wrong i mean there are there are a lot of like anti-strafing there are a lot of things that have been designed to kind of counter dirge on speeder now at this point um so kind of interesting to see two of them being played in the same tournament and making the top four and um uh, well and it's you know like i said we we you don't know what the meta. We, you know, I would have been completely wrong about the meta. Um, as far as that goes, right? I, I think well, just about every faction was played except for Seth. Is that right? Well, there were no. Uh, I mean, um, there were no all fringe, all fringe squads, but um, right. Which is a little surprising, but there were no talent cards. <laughs> there were, uh, uh, I don't think anybody played uh, a, a Din Jardin. Like, I don't, I don't see any Din Jardin. No, I didn't see one. But I think I. Like General Grievous Hero of Hapori is another scissors piece, but also with his parry that he has built in, um, is kind of really good against, um, you know, the melee squads that we've seen kind of, uh, I don't want to say dominating, but kind of towards the top tables in, in the last couple of, uh, you know tournaments. Um, mm. So, you know, you you have your grievous hero Hapori with uh, the spinning blades, um, and then you know another scissor piece of the parry and the Jedi hunter and the twin. You know, you've got your dirge on speeder with the strafe. Uh, And, 
a really nice uh, complement of pieces, especially when you pair them with that Sand Hill, the new Sand Hill that is like kind of a, you know, essentially an R2 astromech for the Separatists. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you can, you can move your one of your key pieces, your key attackers, 12 square, you know, go with Sand Hill, move your guy 12 squares, and then on his turn, you know, take a turn. Um, that gets you mm-hmm. so much more movement breaking and closer to the action. And now you can start, you know, maybe, uh, you know, getting to some of your opponent's key pieces. Um, and, you know, depending on what they are, you know, maybe you can get to a Masa Meta or maybe you can get to a, you know, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And you know, especially with and there uh, was, yeah. <laughs> especially with Grievous on wheel bike, you can you know, with that twenty four squares, you can go far enough that you can probably either make your opponent have to really kind of either extend or go way out of position, um, so you can maybe set it up again next round or in a future round. Yeah, it looks like the the Jedi squads didn't fare so well. Um, the the Gowoks and the um, um, the um, uh, the the someone played uh, like Obi Wan Unleashed, and uh, and then the, like the Vong didn't. Dude, so hot, I don't think. Oh, he got six. He did okay, I guess. So, yeah. But, but it's funny, too, because there was, like, there's, like, um, like, two rebel, no, three rebels, uh, like, two republic, Oh, three separatists, um, two imperial, well, one one Mandalorian, one New Republic, one one old Republic. Yeah. So, I mean, I think left out of that mix is pretty much Sith. Um, I don't think there's another faction that, I mean, I think every other faction was played. Um. Uh, And we also have to remember with this, too, that they were, uh, you know, they're they're the first tournament basically of the year. Um, So they allow um, the new set that was just released at Gen Con so they could play. Specifically, the Sand Hill Chairman. Right. Uh, yep. I mean, no one played the like the new uh, Revan. Nope. No one played the new Revan. Uh, 
No one played the new Han legendary hero. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where you're, um, it's so new. It's like, you, you know, I think for like a championship, when it's that close, people probably shy away from, <clears throat> from turning to like, they, they probably turn towards more like familiar <laughs> ground, more, you know, pieces that they're right. more comfortable with. Um, you know, except for maybe like something that's like obviously a good add on, like a sand hill or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was just, uh, we were, we had a, you know, we had a nice good discussion about the, about their games and about the, you know, and they kind of did a rundown of, of everything, but, uh, we were, you know, curious to see what you kind of your take on on this combo of squads and what you know like what, what was going on with this with this new zealand meta is it just because they were upside down from us is that why they're playing so differently <laughs> um no i i think um that uh That you know, trying out—I don't want to say some new stuff, but obviously playing Sand Hill. Um, and if I look at these top squads, yeah, for instance. Um, so it was Hayden, my wait, who was it? Who were the top four? Hayden, Joe, Graham, and Keza. Um, and obviously, we know Hayden and, and Graham are running the Separatists. Um, I think that they could handle Tulak Horde and any of those Sith uh, type things without. I mean, I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, um, you know, because any top squad isn't going to be easy. But, you know, they definitely have answers to it. Um, if you can get your dirge on speeder. To the Imperial uh, agent, um, you can do 80 hip. You know, you can do 80 damage without too much difficulty. And you have to hit all four of your attacks. Um, but yeah, it was you know, like. Squads like these are probably like exactly the reason why I kind of was dismissive of Imperial Agent or thought Imperial Agent wouldn't, you know, people might not want to use Imperial Agent just because it did feel like he could become a liability if you get go up against right. some, some squads like this. Um, um, and then also... You know, assuming you can send in Dirge and, and work on the Imperial Agent, um, that leaves you with with Grievous and his Perry, um, and Jedi Hunter and Twin to work on the Sith Lords of whatever various types they have. 
Um, obviously, we know what Joe can do, or we know what Joe did. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know uh, too much about this. Uh, what all the the rebel squad with the partisans with Saw and Lux. Um, they're getting like accurate accurate and twin or something or uh they get twin and they get deactivator holdout um pistol A lot of stuff. So, yeah, I, again, I, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not exactly sure how this, like, that squad would play against, like, one of the two chord style squads that we saw, but definitely seems like it has a couple answers. Yeah, and the, I think the the Dash Shades uh, are of like force immunity or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They might be good. They do. They do have force immunity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, interesting squads and um, kind of a fun. I don't know, kind of interesting looking meta. I don't know. I wouldn't say fun. I I wouldn't want to play in it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because Strafe is your your favorite to play against. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm. Uh... <laughs> uh, but then also some of the other squads that we saw too that maybe didn't make the the top cut. You know they're they're also kind of gunning for for two lock. Um, you know there's one with Ven. Um, I think the Vogue squad is pretty strong against two lock, but you know, other people don't necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, the the other separatists with the Night Sisters it seems like it would be pretty strong against Tulak. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, it's uh, definitely an interesting meta, and you know, <laughs> uh, I, I I don't think this means that Tulak is dead. 
Um, you know, I, I think that it means that we're in a, you know, ever evolving, changing meta and part of it is, and this is where it gets kind of weird, um, is, is because there's only, you know, 10 or 12 of us that play in any given tournament. Uh, and I know we've talked about this before, you know, there might be 30 or 40 or 50 viable squads that are powerful enough to compete or win a tournament but we're only going to see 10 or 12 of those at most and we're only going to play against you know four of them probably in swiss and then a, a cut to a, a top four so two more so we're going to play against you know and we might one of those might be a repeat so we might only play against four or five different squads um, right you know this isn't like then and 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 you know so map can actually play a big part of of uh determining you know the outcome a lot of times in these some of these matches um you know map uh just a few key roles also the fact that you know when we played you know when there was 80 or 100 people in the champs or if you look at other sort of big tournaments and other competitive games, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's Magic the Gathering or, you know, some sort of online, uh, like, you know, MMO mm-hmm. or even some sort of other board game like uh, Catan or something like that, you know, you know that eventually you're going to play against some of the particular strategy that you're you're planning on, you know. Mm-hmm. If you if you're playing Magic, uh, you know you're probably going to play against the Burn deck at some point. You know, if you're playing whatever, you're probably going to play against right. you know the standard archetype in in that particular thing. Where it's, because there's only ten or twelve of us at a tournament, um, you kind of have to guess. And it's actually been really cool some of the stuff. Um, like some of the tournaments, like the escalation tournaments, some of the like uh, the uh, the tournament, a couple of the tournaments that Tim has run, where you use a lot of different factions or different pieces, um, where it's making all of us better, but also it's opening us up a little bit to look at some of these squads that are maybe outside of our normal. Uh, you know, play style or look at other squads that we might not have really considered. Um, So now, you know, we can't just go, oh, hey, you know, Brian's going to be at the tournament. He's going to play his Yoda Yaddle squad. He's been playing it for seven years. We're going to say, man, I don't know what Brian's going to play. He might play Yoda Yaddle. He might play, uh, you know, in this last uh, tournament, he played these other four different things, and then Escalation, he did this, and in the Gauntlet, he did all these other squads. Like, man, I got no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it a lot trickier to to play our game of predict the meta, and also to prepare for a tournament. You know, this isn't like hey, I know there's going to be, uh, you know, 15 uh, Goak squads, or I know there's going to be 25 Snowspeeder squads. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is one of those things where 
there might not be any of the squad that you're really worried about or, or figuring out how to beat. Um, you know, maybe you think Inquisitors is really strong. You're like, man, how do I beat Inquisitors? Okay, here's what I do. Oh, nobody brought Inquisitors today because, you know, everybody decided that instead of their Inquisitor squad, they were going to play, you know, something slightly different. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, people have, have, and we've talked about this before too, that, you know, there's lots of answers and people have played them at various points um, to things like strafe and gallop. And, you know, sometimes we go, ah, oh, strafe's dead or gallop's dead. Nobody's, nobody's playing anymore. It can't win. It can't compete. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah. people take that out of their, they kind of put that to the back burner. So, you know, Oh, instead of including uh, one or two of those characters in your squad, oh, well, now I only include one. Uh, I still haven't played any strafe in a while. Okay, I'm, I'm going to use those points to give myself some more door control. Um, and then all of a sudden, boom, you play against three strafe squads in the same day, and you're like, man, that was rough. <laughs> um, and it's sort of how, like, um, door control has gone at various points, ups and downs. You know, we can follow it over the years. You know, there's been times where, you know, if you didn't have two or three overriders in your squad, plus a couple of uh, guys to open doors, you know, with some sort of uh, satchel charge or force shatter or something, you know, you were going to get locked out. <laughs> and then now. Yeah. You know, we see squads that, you know, have, oh, I've got two Ugnats and, and one other guy that can, can do something with doors. And, you know, or I've got R2 and, you know, one other thing. Mm. And that's, that's enough. Now, we, you know, could we get back to a meta where, hey, doors are going to really matter again? Um, sure. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, you know, I always weigh that when I'm thinking about squad building because we've kind of been in that like low for a while um, with doors. And then, mm-hmm. you know, now the map list has changed. So it's like, okay, what are we going to have to do? You know, make sure that we, you know, that's one of my least favorite things is to get kind of locked out. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That's a bad. That's a bad way to lose. <laughs> it's not a really great way but to yeah, win either. But <laughs> and I don't. I don't mean just like a, a pure lockout, but like losing the door control game. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. When your opponent can lock a door and then open the door and, and, you know, shoot you a bunch of times. And then, you know, next round they can lock the door again. Um, and then, yeah, you know, wait another yeah. round. Because Lo- losing a big uh, component of the game, like, you know, control over, over a big aspect of the game. Um, right. Yeah. Really, um, so I always try to make sure, 
yeah, I always try to make sure I've got enough door control, um, especially with the map list and what, because that's the other thing. It's not just the map that you're playing on, but what maps you think your opponent's going to play on. Mm-hmm. You know, if I think everybody's going to play on, uh, you know, Rebel Fortress, well, you don't really need much door control at all. You basically have to get one door open and you have access to the gambit room. And that's, that's it. Yeah. Um, if you're playing on a different map or you think that there's, you know, got to be a bunch of different maps there with a bunch more doors, then you have to like, you know, work that into your squad and say, okay, you know, maybe... I have to rethink how I build this. Yeah, I think but. I think uh, you know we have had a lot of. Uh, I mean, the I think for any rock player, the kind of the dream is well, I only have to run two uggies and I'm good, you know. <laughs> um, right. Which. Um, you know, is is nice because you're 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 getting more power, more beef, more you know, uh, more all of your points are going more towards attackers and less devoting less uh, of your of your resources towards like worrying about doors. Um, you know, is can be very good. Um, especially, you know, if you're not having to worry about a map with a lot of doors on it. Right. Uh, it, I think the new map list does have a lot more, like, kind of door things going on. Um, it's a, it's a different, much different map list. Um, it's uh, a little more, it's a little more shooter friendly and it's a little more door oriented. It's kind of. Just maybe it's because of the lack of uh, uh, what do you call it the um, uh, the uh, um, trying to make a map for huges or whatever the last map list was I think <laughs> right so yeah but yeah so. Well, I don't really have a lot else for tonight. Um, I think next week we could, uh, you know, talk about whatever, you know, escalation thing. Maybe the maybe we could talk about some balance committee stuff or whatever, just to kind of, because I know November thirtieth um, supposed to be the shutoff window for the for the uh, the uh, taking of suggestions right. and. So, like, if anybody has anything, you know, like, um, you know, the next uh, for the last half of this month, or you're you're at Thanksgiving, and all of a sudden you you just remember, oh, this is really broken, or I really don't like that. You know, you need to get on and post it. Um, I've tried to bump it a couple of times, so it would be, you know, in people's conscience, but. Um, you know the the list hasn't really changed a whole lot since like you know when it you know like the first little surge of 
suggestions that were made after uh, VassalCon. So not that I really want anything more added to it, but um, you know, I want to make sure that it was kind of that it was on people, right. like people were aware of it and it was accessible to people. And um, then, then, then we're going to have the fun of uh, um, basically the a month or two of the balance committee kind of trying to figure out what to do, what to make of all this and how to respond. So. Right. But yeah, I don't think I had anything else this week. Um, so we'll probably be back. Well, we probably well, we won't have a show next week because next week is oh, Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. Um, unless we want to have one on a different day, which we could talk about during the week. I don't know what your plans are. I know in past years, sometimes we've had it on like Wednesday, a day early. I think one year we had it on Friday, a day later. Um, yeah. Oh. I, I might be available um, on it. I might be available, honestly. So I don't know. It's up to you guys, really, I think. And, um, yeah. And I, yeah, one year I think we even had it on Thursday, like uh, normal time, and everybody was home from, you know, all their obligations and uh it was kind of nice yeah. to you know talk about star wars after a day of uh you know doing all the other obligations yeah um, yeah so, i'll i'll uh, give you a i'll shoot you a message and let you know uh, yeah yeah so um, so yeah so same set time same set channel but probably not the same set time uh at some point in the future, <laughs> on our next <laughs> on our next episode, which will be seven oh one, right? This is episode seven hundred. That's, right. That's correct. Yeah. Um, and uh, I did see uh, Joe left some messages. I I never saw him enter the. I was on Blue Milk and I didn't uh, see him on here. Uh, said uh, he said, yeah, we played on Ranker Pit in round two. Uh, Grievous getting presumed dead and moving twelve with. The new Sand Hill is pretty darn good. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, he's still around, apparently, so there's no worries. Okay, cool. Uh, so, okay. we'll talk about, uh, hopefully we'll talk about the Escalation Tournament and what's happened in their final round. We'll have a top four set. We can maybe make some predictions as who we think will win based on the matchups and squads and um, stuff like that. Um, we can uh, re-talk, maybe at least mention some of the stuff that is up for balance committee discussion, but maybe not go into like deep conversation about it. But just kind of mention everything that's up on the list. So if people have something else that they they want to have discussed, that gives them an opportunity. Um, because I, you know, you hate to say, you know, you hate to have someone uh, go, oh, I thought that was on the list, and it, it wasn't on the list, or for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. um, so um, we'll have that. Um, if you think of anything else, cool. let me know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I think we'll see. Like I said, we'll. 
yeah, we'll get in touch and try to figure out um, a, a day or time to, to have our next show, maybe even on Thursday itself, uh, depending on how it goes. So, yep. In New Zealand, they're not having Thanksgiving because yeah. they're, thankful. they're thankful all the time, right? So. <laughs> All right. Well, plus well, it's Friday night. there, so they'll have already had it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, yep. But uh, yeah, I think we'll see everybody uh, sometime uh, next week, probably. I'm not sure what day. We'll try to uh, figure that out and maybe uh, post uh, when that's going to be. And we'll see everybody later on. All right. Good talking to you. Have a good night. All right. Yep. Good night.